The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. Fourteen twenty in the morning for this February the 6th, 2023. Today's show is brought to you by RexMD and RexMD.com. Take advantage of their best deal ever and save up to 90% and pay as low as $2 per dosage for your erectile dysfunction medication at RexMD.com by using the special link RexMD.com slash belly up for this limited time offer. Thank you for letting us be a part of your morning back at her on this Monday after a crazy weekend in uh, the 1420 World Headquarters world. But it was a lot of fun, a lot of positive stuff happening in the 1420 World Headquarters and everything we got going on here. Busy weekend this weekend. Thanks to Trevor Hardy. If you haven't listened to the show for, on Friday afternoon, we did it. We recorded that. Uh, Leopard Hurricane Strikes and Conditioning Coach. It was a great conversation with an old friend. We talked a lot of hockey and uh, and stuff and how he got into the game and everything else. It was a nice conversation. Thank you very much, Trev. So make sure you guys download and listen to that one later on today as well. Friday night, as you guys know, the Connor Bedard show rolled into uh, Lethbridge here, the NMAC Center, Leopard Hurricanes. Regina Pats, packed crowd the whole bit. Uh, the kid didn't have an exemplary night by any means. He got held off the score sheet for the first time this season. So the, the crowd didn't really get what they wanted, and the Hurricanes ended up losing the game. But there was 5,000-plus uh, people at the NMAC Center. Place was packed. It was a good thing. Uh, halfway through the uh, second period, I think it was, I got a, a text message from a friend of mine, Mike Tarnes, longtime listener to the show, longtime friend. Uh, he uh, sent me a message having a laugh and kind of piggybacks what Trev said to me earlier on in the afternoon that uh, it was odd to see that the uh, the the NMAX Center, the, the sportsplex as I call it, was uh, was packed to the rafters the whole bit. The and it was funny to see that not not that it was uh, unwarranted, but we were laughing about how 20 years ago or 25 years ago now even the place was only packed to see the guys by the name of uh, like the Rocky Thompsons of the world to uh, see the the Hurricanes and the Tigers of Medicine Hat beating the living daylights out of each other. And that, that's how we viewed hockey back in the day and how it was uh, and how the game has changed so much. We actually went, the place was packed to see a kid with a, a high skill level. And it was, it was nice to see that, that the, how things have changed a little bit. Do I miss fighting? Yeah, but we talked about that with Trev, how it's kind of that, uh, that part of the game has passed us by. So it was, it was refreshing to see that even Mike Tarnes, who's a pugilist himself back in the day, he was, uh, he was uh, happy to see that. Got the good, the bad, and the ugly uh, this week. And the good uh, Saturday morning, I had my umpire clinic. It was fantastic. I had 15 kids st- uh, fifteen kids there. Uh, they're learning a lot. They're having a great time doing it. But later on that night, I had the pleasure of being the, the MC at the PBA, Prairie Baseball Academy. For those of you who don't know uh, that, that, that are in the Lethbridge area, throughout for your, your, a lot of you are throughout the United States too. But the Prairie Baseball Academy had their Hall of Fame dinner, and they had me uh, up there flapping my gums as the MC, it was a great time. It was a great event. A lot of fun was had and a lot of people I haven't seen for quite some time. And uh, it was nice to, to be a part of uh, the baseball community in, in a different capacity, not uh, with my umpire uniform on and, and getting uh, barked at and yelled at and everything else. Not that they do that all the time, but it was nice to, to swap some stories and have, have a few laughs on Saturday night and, and uh, didn't, no one had their guard up or anything else. It was nice to, to tell some jokes and have some things on, on uh, kind of pushback at the coaches. For, uh, for some of the heckling that they give me over the over the years so it was nice to be out there but even better was the uh 
the uh, the baseball, the players so much, the how polite they were and how friendly they all were. And it was just, it was really nice to see that there is some good in this world and all the negative negativity that we have that, that gets uh, put on minor sports and junior sports and, and the rest of it. And, and to see the baseball community, even, even on Friday night, the hockey community, everybody was there for the right reason. And there was no um, bickering and, and heckling and everything else. Everybody was, get, everybody was getting along and having a good time. It was, uh, it was really refreshing to see that there is some good in the world. And like I said, all the negativity that we hear on a, a day in day, day out basis about sports and how it's, everybody's just in it for the money and everything else that, that it was nice to see uh, people get together, put all that stuff behind them for a few hours anyways, and just celebrate like on Friday night, it was a hockey game to celebrate the the good that that is in the, the sports world. And then on Saturday night, like I said, during the, uh, the hall of fame banquet at uh, PBA that uh, at the end of the day, it is just a game. It is about fun and it is about sport and it is about building, building people and building, um, building friendships and building community and how sport can do that. And I think that's got to get back into, into minor sports and into everything else a lot more. And so we're not worried about the, the, uh, the, the negativity of sports. Like that, at the end of the day, there's only a few people who do make things pretty bad and we need to quit clicking on those things and, and focusing on those and maybe have some more feel good stories on a daily basis. That, that is, uh, that is, that do happen in the world of sports. Cause it's, it is a, a wonderful thing to be able to sit, sit back talk to people and uh, and laugh a little bit at yourself some of the misfortunes that you may have had over the years that uh, some stories that get better over over time i had some funny stories that guys forgot even happened 20 some years ago so it was it was nice to reach out to some people with the pba and todd hubka and the bunch over there so yeah get out and and, and do some good for your for the sports world because it, uh, it, it is still a very good thing and at the umpire uh, school that we've been doing on a bi-weekly basis it was nice to see kids getting better at applying the trade of, of umpiring something I'm very passionate about. And it was nice to see kids get out there. And one thing that I did notice at the end of it, and I don't know if I did this when I was a kid. In fact, I can almost guarantee I didn't was uh, all these kids to a man. I'll call them men. Now, actually that every single one of them said, thank you to me afterwards. It was, it, it kind of felt good to the heart that they, they were, they were, they were thankful for what we're trying to do and what we're trying to accomplish and trying to help these kids become better umpires and to, to learn if not going to be umpires, but just to respect the game of baseball a little bit. And they, they were, and every one of them, they're trying, they're trying to get better and they are getting better. But like I said, when, when they came out and they said, thank you at the end of it, that was a, a, that was a nice feeling that there are some parents out there that are, that are teaching their kids a little bit better than, than I was, I was taught because I don't know if I was ever saying thank you to my coach after a, after a baseball practice or a hockey or a hockey practice. In fact, I can guarantee I, I never did, but these kids all, every one of every single one of them all 15 of them even like some of the older people as well they they, they said thank you to me afterwards and that was a pretty nice uh, feeling that that it was like that that it was that that's so that was my good of the weekend and there was no no sports this weekend really the two all-star games maybe we'll get into that but uh there was, there was no real sports this weekend so it was actually a good weekend to uh just do a reset of the uh of the mind and clear get, get yourself uh cleared up a little bit because you can get immersed in this uh, crazy internet world this crazy podcast world so not, not having any real uh, real sports on the tv i watched the pebble beach pro-am all weekend long it was on there and you just you can tune it out and not really care about the whole thing because like i said you can get a little bit wrapped up in the in the sports world not really really realize that there's more out there than just uh, your computer screen and then and everything else i try to get done on the 1420 world headquarters on a daily basis so it was a it was a good reset weekend uh the bad this weekend to me though uh, I, I did tune in a little bit to the uh, nhl all-star festivities the uh, that 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 uh, skills competition it's cringeworthy it's hard to watch it was painful to watch the golf thing that they were trying to do it it, it was i don't think it was entertaining you had the three on three on open 
goal competition. I don't think that that's fair for goaltenders. And then the shooting at the uh, at the surfboards and stuff, it was cringeworthy to watch. Mitch Marner with his suit on, skating around with his flashy skates and the whole bit. I get it. It, it If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. But I, I think that it's, it's time for that thing to be re retooled and reshaped. It, was, it used to be a fun event. I think they got to do something because, like I said, it was cringeworthy. Maybe, maybe bringing back some old guys like Ally Afraid or Al McKinnis and see how, how hard they, they can shoot the puck compared to what these kids are doing now because of the different sticks and everything else. But they got to try something different because that was uh, that's bad television viewing. And you, you tell the people in the, on TV and around, they, they weren't really uh, digging it either. And everything you read on the internet, it wasn't uh, an entertaining week. And maybe they they're, they announced they're going to have the uh, All-Star game in Toronto next, next season. So maybe they'll re retool it and try something else. I don't know how many people you're going to have flying into Toronto uh, at a February weekend compared to Florida. And if the players are even going to like flying, because you know you go to Florida for your days off and the like for the All-Star game, you're probably going to get more, more participation. You wonder how many people aren't going to fly into uh, Toronto next year uh, when it's 30 below and who knows because they, they had a rough weekend out there but you, you wonder how many players will back out of that next next year when it's in toronto it, it's it's got it's got to be retooled it's, it hasn't been entertaining for years the three-on-three -three thing I, it's, it's better um it's not much of a game it's not really how the game is supposed to be played it's it's different it's quirky i guess it's for the sponsors and their families and everything else but the all-star weekend the pro bowl i didn't tune into that for for even one second not one bit that I watched that. It doesn't, that doesn't interest me in the least. Uh, the ugly of the weekend for me goes to the Vancouver Canucks not being able to get the Bo Horvat deal done that the Islanders got done uh, yesterday afternoon. I believe they signed Bo, uh, ex Vancouver Canuck captain. And it was sad to see the way that turned out yesterday, playing on, he still played for the Pacific Division in the All Star game, but uh, on, which was on Saturday afternoon. Let's get back to that. If you want to grow the game, don't put anything on on a Saturday afternoon. Okay, don't. People are out shopping. People are doing this. People are doing that with their kids, their families. They have their own sports going on. Hockey's supposed to be hockey night in Canada. Is supposed to be on Saturday night. Do not have a game on a Saturday afternoon. Nobody knew what time the game was. When I I, I came home from the umpire thing, I flipped the TV on. There it was. I I didn't know. And I'm a sports guy. It's kind of my job now is to follow things in the sports world. And all of a sudden, there there it was on the TV. It was it was kind of it's ridiculous to have that game on a Saturday afternoon. I don't understand who. Who comes up with these ideas? Is it's it doesn't make sense. It's it's ridiculous. It's it's, it's bad. It's a bad look on the NHL. That whole thing was a bad look on the National Hockey League. Here's my rant for the morning, anyways. And the ugly, like I said, the, the Canucks not being able to get that that deal done. Eight at eight and a half. That seems like a couple of years too many, maybe. But um, you got to go out and get these deals done. These players know what they want going into the season. Horvat bet on himself. So the ugly for me this weekend is on the Vancouver Canucks who continue to Canuck it no matter what. We talked about it on the Belly Up show uh, on uh, Thursday night. If you haven't listened to that too, make sure you, you give that a watch. It was uh, nerve-wracking a little bit to be on that, but it was a lot of fun when, when it was all said and done. So there's my good, the bad, and the ugly of the weekend. There is some good in the world. There is some bad in the world. And then there's some ugly in the world. And the ugly in the world usually involves the Vancouver Canucks. Anyways, uh, act now to take advantage of their Valentine's Day deal by heading to rexmd.com slash bellyup. Our exclusive deal will save up to 90% off where you'll pay as low as $2.00 per dose on generic Viagra instead of $90, $90 plus on Viagra. Starter packs of generic Viagra and Cialis are now available for our listeners to get started. That's rexmd.com slash bellyup for up to 90% off. Your partner will thank you. And on this day in 1990, Brett Hull scored his 50th goal this season for the St. Louis Blues, becoming the first son of a 50-goal scorer to score 50. Uh, Hull scored, uh, finished the season with 72 goals, on a stretch of uh, three-year stretch where he got at least 70. That's a lot of goals, man. That's pumping them out. Hall and Oates, they were something else to watch 
back in the day. They could uh, they were producing. They, they they had such good teams in St. Louis. Just couldn't get it done. Couldn't get past everybody else in the uh, in the National Hockey League. It was just it was a tough goal back then. And born on this day in 1895 in Baltimore, Maryland. George Herman Babe Ruth, the great Bambino, widely considered one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Ruth hit 714 home runs, led the American League in home runs 12 times, and won the World Series with the New York Yankees seven times. Uh, the Babe passed away at the age of 53 on August the 16th, 1948. Fun show today. Uh, we got a 14-20 days joining me back in the uh the sports bar tonight, so we'll get after it a little bit and uh, talk some sports, talk to World of Sports. Super Bowl week's upon us. We got that going on. Got some guests lined up for the other shows this week. So we got lots uh, happening here at 1420 World Headquarters. Remember to go to SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. Use promo code 1420POD uh, to save yourself 20 bucks on all your tickets for the for the week uh, for if you're going to 20 sporting events. My brother's in uh, Philadelphia. He, he, he got free tickets. Uh, his wife, her uh, cousin, I believe, is the goaltender coach for the Philadelphia Flyers. So they're going to have a good time there in, in Philadelphia. I uh, hope he uh, brings me back something nice or sends me some pictures or whatever. Have a good time, Mike. Anyways, and spread the good word of the 1420 Sports Bar podcast out there, wherever we, we get your podcast. Remember, everybody, have a good day. And it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Have a good day, folks. We'll talk to you tonight. Your, what's your boldest prediction? Okay, here it is. I, here we the go. Leafs, the Leafs finally, 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 finally do it. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's been so, so long since they've done it. They, it's uh, my, my wife's a Leafs fan. Her father's a Leafs fan the whole bit. The Leafs finally do it, and they win a playoff round. They win <laughs> okay, a playoff round, round for the first time since 2004. Was... You thought I was going to say Stanley Cup, didn't no, you? I, we, no, I think the, we... the Leafs actually are going to win a playoff round somehow, some way. They are going to get by the Tampa Bay Lightning in the first round. They've had a couple of chances. They had two two shots at it last year, but they got goal. They got goalie and ended up losing to Tampa. Uh, but this year, somehow, some way, and I had. I had things wrong with the Leafs this year. I thought them losing Jack Campbell was going to be uh, the end of them before the season even started, but Campbell's turned out to be a bit of a dud in Edmonton. But I, I honestly think that the Leafs are somehow going to win a playoff round since two first time since 2004. So there you go. See, and I was ready to tease you saying this was bold predictions, not delusional predictions. But, uh, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't say Stanley Cup. I did not say a Stanley <laughs> you, Cup. You I said a round. <laughs> baby so, steps in Leafsland. Baby steps. Do we get a parade if they win the first round? Oh, there'll be a parade. Like you wouldn't believe. There'll be a parade. There'll be much, re- second, there'll be much rejoicing. No thing. There'll be a parade down Young Street when they win that first round, and people will be burning their jerseys when they lose uh, in four straight in the second round. <laughs> to the Bruins, right? The way it's probably going to roll out. So, there's my prediction. Jesse, what's your bold prediction for the for?